0: You are Locked On Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Jets podcast for Monday, August 30th, 2021. I'm your host, John B. from gangrenenation.com. Today our episode is brought to you by the Locked On NFL Preview. The Locked On NFL podcast is previewing every team and every division with the help of Odyssey's lineup of NFL experts today through September 8th. There are preview episodes on the feed that you can listen to right now. Follow Locked On NFL today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're following Locked On NFL, subscribe to this show, Locked On Jets. We're a daily podcast covering the New York Jets. New episodes each day, Monday through Friday. And you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts while you're at it. Leave the show a five-star review. It helps us out quite a bit. Really do appreciate it. We have a busy week in front of us. Cutdown day is tomorrow. Teams must have their rosters down to 53 players by 4 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday. I'll tell you, the NFL did those of us who cover the the league a big favor by moving cut down day to Tuesday this year. In the past, it has always been on Saturday, not just any Saturday, the Saturday of a long weekend. So typically what you do is you spend your first day of a three-day weekend sitting around the computer waiting for your team to make its cuts. So a lot of credit to the NFL for making that a weekday this year. Of course, the league has some extra time since this week will be a buy for all teams. There are only three preseason games per team this year, aside from the teams that played in the Hall of Fame game. Typically, there had been four, so you had to wait until this weekend, this coming weekend, for the entire preseason to be completed. Not the case this year. Cutdown day is tomorrow, and after that, you'll have the waiver wire. You will have teams making claims on players, and teams will then be able to begin filling out their 16-player practice squads. But it was a very eventful weekend for the New York Jets, and I think we have to begin with the trade the team made on Sunday. And it was for a player I actually mentioned on a mailbag show last week. I was asked about players who may be on the roster bubble for other teams, and for once I got something right, because I mentioned Shaq Lawson with the Houston Texans, who, for whatever reason, seemed to have fallen out of favor in Houston. He was playing with the backups late in preseason games, never a good sign. And the Jets were able to acquire him yesterday for a sixth-round pick. Now, that is, that is the 49ers' sixth-round pick. The Jets got it last year when they traded Jordan Willis and a seventh-round pick, and they got a six in return. So I guess really you could argue the Jets got Shaq Lawson for Jordan Willis in the seventh if you put these trades together. And I think your view on this trade is going to come down to how you're expecting Shaq Lawson to perform. If you are expecting Shaq Lawson to be the type of guy who transforms this defense to be a replacement for Carl Lawson, for him to be an elite edge rusher, well, I'm going to be honest with you, you're probably going to be disappointed in what, you, what you're going to get because Shaq Lawson not an elite level player. However, if you're looking for a guy who's going to be a quality player on the edge, if you're looking for somebody who is an upgrade over what the Jets had at the edge rusher position, I think you're going to be pleased with by what you get. I like Shaq Lawson. I was He was a guy I remember kind of hoping the Jets would go after this past offseason. And I go back to one thing. This is my opinion. Let's say hypothetically Carl Lawson is healthy. I think you still make this trade. Because the Jets gave up practically nothing. A sixth-round pick is really nothing. You know, the last couple of years, especially Joe Douglas's first year as Jets general manager, he made, like, three trades that summer. He traded for Alex Lewis, a late-round pick. He traded for Nate Hairston, a late-round pick. And he traded, after the season began, after week one, he traded a late-round pick for Demarius Thomas. And I remember thinking, why is Joe Douglas doing this? Like, not that I'm that upset about trading a sixth-round pick, but you got to get a good player in return if you're going to give up something, because a 6th round pick's not much, but it's a little bit of something. But I'll never complain about trading a 6th round pick for a starting caliber player, and that's what Shaq Lawson is. Now Shaq Lawson I don't think is as good of a pass rusher as Carl Lawson. In fact, you know, I, I think you could make the joke that the Jets were so desperate to replace Carl Lawson that they got a player with the same last name, Lawson for Lawson. But I don't think Shaq Lawson's going to bring the same dynamic pass rush that Carl Lawson did. That said, he is a quality pass rusher, and I think you could argue his game's a little bit better rounded because hes a, I think he's a much better run defender. But ultimately, you know, I go back to the position preview show I did last week on the Jets defensive line situation, and I said it. That edge spot was shaky. You know, there was nobody there you could really trust to win the one on one matchups. Quinn and Williams, are hoping will create by drawing double teams inside. And I think Shaq Lawson's going to be able to win his fair share. It was a position where the Jets had to do something. There were all kinds of rumors about how the Jets were going to look to make a trade to upgrade the spot. And they did it. Listen, I don't think you're going to find a transformative pass rusher on the market this time of year, typically. I mean, I remember a couple of years ago, of course, Khalil Mack got traded in late August. But it's unrealistic to expect to replace a Carl Lawson. Teams are kinda of locked teams have locked in their rosters months ago. They're ready for the season. They're not going to give you up anybody that good. And fortunately, it seems like, and this is just my read on the situation, it seems like you have a situation in Houston which is very dysfunctional. And, you know, typically when you make a trade like this, my first thought is, wait a minute, why is the team so willing to give up this player? What's wrong with this guy? Because of that dynamic I just mentioned, that teams are kind of locked in for the season you're trying to get your roster ready. You know, there aren't really any other areas where you can upgrade. You can't really replace a guy you trade. Why, why would Houston want to trade this guy to the Jets? But I got to be honest with you, you look at what Houston's doing. I'm not sure there's any logic to what that franchise is, is pulling off. And over the last two years, I've looked as they've made dumb trade after dumb trade. And I've been sitting there and I've been saying, man, why can't Joe Douglas take advantage? Why can't Joe Douglas jump in when the Houston, when Houston uh, dumbly wants to, tr- stupidly wants to trade a, a quality player away for pennies on the dollar of that player's value? And I'm glad to see that the Jets were able to do it here. You can always use another pass rusher. Now, the Jets needed a pass rusher, but I go back to this. If Carl Lawson was healthy, Shaq Lawson would still be worth it for the Jets for a six. Again, a six is nothing, at least for a quality player. Now, if you're giving up a six for a guy who isn't any good or a backup, then I may have an issue with that. But for a guy who really is a quality starting player, a guy who has developed over the last couple of years, he's really become a better pass rusher, especially the last season or two. I think it's very difficult to dislike this trade because building a roster is always about a balance. You're always trying to compete now. At the same time, you are also Trying to keep an eye on the future. You don't want to give up all of your future assets in return for short term gains. You're trying to figure out that balance. And I think this trade does it very well because the Jets really did not compromise their draft capital. This is, this is still a team with two first round picks, two second round picks next year. And they added a quality player in return. And realistically, Shaq Lawson's better than what I thought they could get. I'm not even going to say he was the best viable option because on that mailbag show last week I was very skeptical that he'd be available and he's just a guy who's going to help this team out I think that this is a very good move and you know I wish I wish there were more teams like Houston that were willing to give up quality players at such a cheap price so I think a good day for the Jets I, I don't want to overstate it this is not the type of move that transforms your defense but it's the type of move That makes the Jets a better football team. I don't think there's any question about it. This is a better defensive line than it it was this time Friday. And, you know, we'll see what they can do. But I think a very solid move for the New York Jets heading into the new season. North One is better banking for small business owners. Serving small business owners is all they do. North One allows you to manage your money from anywhere. Whether you're at home or on the go, everything you need to manage your business finances is at your fingertips. Never step foot in a bank branch again. In addition to the features you'd expect, like mobile check deposit, cash withdrawals, the ability to send and receive ACH and wire payments, North One is an FDIC insured account that can save you both time and money. North One integrates with the accounting software you already use, saving you hours of manual bookkeeping. And with North One's envelope feature, you can automatically budget and save for things like rent, payroll, taxes, and more. With North One, you'll never pay overdraft or NSF fees again, saving you hundreds of dollars per month. To get started, visit apply.northone.com/locked. That's apply.northone.com/locked. North One, banking business made for America. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams return to the gridiron to begin the new season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. Open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. And be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Locked on Jets podcast on this Monday. There was a preseason game for the Jets on Friday night. In fact, it was the preseason finale in this new format. The NFL is now giving all 32 teams a bye on what used to be the fourth game of the preseason. And I have to be honest with you, I was a little little surprised by what happened on Friday night for a couple of reasons. First of all, the Jets did not play Zach Wilson. Even though they had indicated that they would. Now, there was a weather delay at the beginning of the game. So, you know, who knows? Maybe that played into the decision. Maybe they changed things on the fly. But the other reason this was kind of surprising is in spite of it being a game where the Jets mainly played their backups, it actually was a fairly exciting game. Jets came back from 14 down in the second half. The game ended on a Hail Mary and a a two-point conversion to tie the game, and mercifully, the NFL a few years back got rid of overtime in preseason games. I have no idea why there was ever overtime in preseason games, as though these games needed a winner, as though they could not tie. But ultimately, there actually was some excitement considering what this game was, which was primarily a contest between backups, and the fact it was... A game of backups does make it a bit difficult to contextualize what happened on the field. Analysis is very difficult when the quality of competition is not very high. I do have a couple of thoughts about what I saw in this game, however, and I'm going to begin by talking about a role I have discussed frequently on this podcast. It's a role that I do not think Joe Douglas has done an adequate job of filling, and that's backup quarterback. And I went into this game thinking that Josh Johnson probably was the second best quarterback on the roster. And that view was confirmed by what I saw in this game because Johnson did look efficient. He's not overly talented, but I think he makes reads better than either Mike White or James Morgan. Mike White is afraid to throw the ball past five yards down the field and James Morgan I'm not convinced can read a defensive line he throws a ton of high danger passes it's amazing Morgan didn't have three or four interceptions in this game and he's very very inaccurate me saying Johnson is the second best quarterback speaks volumes more about Mike White and James Morgan than it does anything good about Johnson but watching him effectively run the offense even though the competition was not that great kind of confirmed it to me and he's not even a lock to make the roster And that's one of the things to keep in mind is that cut down day is tomorrow. So by the time you listen to this show, a guy I'm mentioning may already be cut, but I don't really have any doubt that Josh Johnson should be the number two quarterback. And maybe the Jets can figure out some way to find a better backup. I certainly hope they can, because I think this was a position that was neglected. The fact that we're even talking about Josh Johnson as the potential number two quarterback on this roster really does not say good things about the job Joe Douglas has done putting this team together. Joe Douglas has done some good things this offseason. This is something he could have done better. You know, I'm not going to get on him a ton about corner because something had to be neglected this offseason, but getting a better backup quarterback is not going was not going to ex- expend the, the amount of resources that it would have hurt the Jets in other areas. So Josh Johnson, seven for eight, 73 yards and a touchdown. I mean, to me, that's that's better than, than you would have gotten from anybody else. Morgan was 13 of 23, 158 yards, two touchdowns, one of which was a Hail Mary, which doesn't really count, and an interception, and could have had a couple more interceptions in this game. A guy who stood out to me, who I'm not sure there's going to be spot for a spot for on the roster, but Jeff Smith. The Jets were using him frequently. They were trying to get him the ball in space. He got three carries, 44 yards. They ran a couple Jets sweeps for him. He added in another two catches for 16 yards. It's going to be interesting. I, I feel like he, there's probably not a spot on the roster for him, but I will be interested to see whether the, jet, the Jets can carve something out for him because it did seem like they were kind of trying to find a role for him using that jet sweep motion because, that is, again, that's a big part of the offense is that they're going to try and use motion frequently to get the defense confused, to get guys out of their lanes in the run game, and... Again, I think wide receiver is just one of those positions where there's probably not enough spots for Jeff Smith to steal a roster spot, but he did kind of jump out at me in this game. He did show some speed. Again, context matters. The level of competition you're playing matters, but I thought he had a pretty good game. I feel like if Jeff Smith was going to make a legitimate argument for making the roster, this was a positive performance for him. Does this sound familiar? You've got a device that allows you to catch the game live, another that lets you stream all your favorite shows, you're watching the sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. There are nine delicious flavors with the occasional limited time flavor. So there's something for everybody. And if you haven't tried all the flavors yet, you can get a mixed box where you get two each of all nine flavors. Not only are the Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're also healthy. Order today and get raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you'd like. And go to BuiltBar.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. Again, it's promo code LOCKED15, it's one word with no space, L-O-C-K-E-D, number one, number five, for 15% off at Built Bar, builtba Locked on Jets podcast on this Monday, after the completion of the 2021 preseason, the Jets and the Philadelphia Eagles tied in both teams' preseason finale Friday night at MetLife Stadium. Pretty exciting game for preseason standards. As the Jets were able to get the tie on a last second Hail Mary and two-point conversion to preserve their undefeated 2021 preseason record for whatever it's worth. The Jets finished the preseason with a 2-0 and 1 record. As I mentioned in the last segment, it's kind of difficult to contextualize what happened considering the quality of players the Eagles were putting onto the field. But another guy who stood out for me, there may not be a spot for him on the roster. It's always tough when you're you're an undrafted rookie, but it's a position where the Jets are not particularly strong. It's tight end. Kenny yuboa had a pretty big game. Now, he was the guy who caught that Hail Mary at the last second. It was his second touchdown of the night. He had four catches, 100 yards, and as I mentioned, after the first preseason game, he looked like a guy who was going to have a tough time making the roster. He played terribly in that game. He had a fumble, but it, he at least finished his preseason on a strong note. Now we'll see whether he makes the roster or whether he heads to the practice squad if he was going to make the roster I mean I don't know what more he could have done on Friday night if he doesn't make the roster after that performance then he just wasn't going to make the roster and the last two guys I'd like to talk about are running back and I think the Jets were given some tough decisions for that last running back spot because Josh Adams and Ty Johnson I thought both played pretty well Adams had 62 yards on 12 carries Johnson 53 yards on 13 carries We'll see what happens this year. I mean, this is a very unheralded group of Jets running backs entering the season. The lead guy is probably going to be a fourth round pick, Michael Carter. But as I've mentioned in the past, this is a system where unheralded guys sometimes break through. So we'll see whether either of those guys can make the team. But that's all for our show today. Thank you for listening. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, if you enjoy the show, subscribe to it and leave it a good review. Hope you have a great Monday, everybody will be back tomorrow to talk Jets' fifty three man roster.